class is now in session. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he gives you tips, techniques, and strategies to grow and monetize your podcast. Live in his Facebook group, The Better Method of Daily Audience Growth for Independent Podcasters. Learn from him and his special guests as they help you become the next podcast superstar. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, podcasters of all ages, put your hands together for your host, Bill Better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, your host with the most, Phil Better. And today I am excited to have our guests today. They are a podcast YouTuber who've been just starting a few months ago uh, with their YouTube channel over a year ago. Their channel is called Startup with Ferris. Please welcome our guest, Ferris. Ferris, welcome to the show. Hey, Phil. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Um, I'm excited to talk with you about all the things you've done. You've been YouTubing for about a year. You just started your podcast. What made you decide to start the podcast? Sure. So give you a big, bit of a background. Please. I got into this whole entrepreneurial space journey about 20 years ago. Um, after having moved to the Silicon Valley, I worked in a startup. We raised $96 million at the time. Then uh, it was laid off. A very painful experience. I'm laughing about it now, but it was very, a very painful experience. And then I was forced to start a business because I couldn't, I couldn't find a job. And I had a wife and three children to support. Um, started my first business in the digital marketing, web design. These were the early days, the, the dawn of digital marketing. So I got into that trouble uh, for the first couple of years. It was really, really tough. Then we figured things out, grew, pivoted, got into franchising, um, specialized, started a business overseas. Uh, so I got into this, um, this, I guess, this entrepreneurial bug got into me. Uh, long story short, um, grew a company. The last company was in the analytics space. We became one of the top Google partners, global uh, Google partners in analytics. Sold the business to Dentsu, the global media uh, giant. Um, and then um, spent a year, 2022, volunteering, helping nonprofits. And I was thinking about, Okay, what do I do? I have a 20 plus years, 25 plus years experience in, in, in startups. Uh, do I write a book? Uh, I've done that before. So I figured let me do something different, a new challenge. So that's, that's what led me to start the YouTube channel. Uh, it was, was really more, more, more of a hobby in 2022. And then, and then, and then we started the LLC and, and have a business uh, partner now, and it is taking most of my time. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, and then, you know, recently we figured we can also start a podcast by using the YouTube setup. So we're doing that and that's, that's how we got here. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, what, what was the decision to take on, like starting a YouTube channel as a hobby, did you have any goals with it or was it just like, Hey, this is something fun to do until I find my next gig or the next thing that sparks my passion? Yeah, so, so you know, I mean, again, I've, I've been after having worked for you know, 20, 25 plus years, um, and we had we had a successful exit, uh, as we call it here in Silicon Valley. So I was, I was, what do I do now? I, I always over the last maybe 10, 10 plus years, on 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 the average, I'm speaking with one, two, or three 
uh, founders or people who are looking for career advice. So I, and I don't charge for this. I do it. A lot of people helped me along the way. So I, I want to, that's my way of, of helping others. So I figured I always do this and people are grateful and they, they tell me how my advice or recommendation ha recommendations have helped them. So I figured I want to write or share my experience and all the mistakes I made, all the scars I have. And I, I was seriously thinking about writing this in a book and we did, my co-founder now, Eric and I did co-author a book back in 2016 with Wiley, it was, we sold 15,000 units of it. So but I said, I've done the book, let me do something different. And that's, that's, that's how the whole thing about YouTube started. Well, that's a new channel, it's a new challenge. I haven't done anything like that before. You know, how, how, how am I gonna look in front of a camera? Can I make a big fool out of myself? You know, all those questions. And I figured, let's do it. Um, but yeah, but now, now it's, um, now I know how difficult it is. So, and we can talk about that. I'm pretty sure you have questions around it. Well, yeah, uh, YouTube is a different beast altogether from a, a regular podcast. And now that they've integrated podcast with the YouTube, it's, it's amazing. Um, I, I want to talk about the strategy you use to grow your YouTube channel to the currently 50, nearly 6,000 subscribers, which is a huge, huge uh, uh, achievement for uh, someone who's only been doing it for a year. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks. So we, so the idea behind the content, I think it all starts with the content. What is it that, that you, know, you want to share with, with the world? And my experiences in startups, um, I think I, I think of myself more of a builder. I, I don't think I've ever worked in a large organization. The largest company was 150, 200 people. So, so I figured I would initially, I would put a curriculum for entrepreneurs. So, so you have an idea. A lot of people have ideas. 60% of Americans, they, they thought of starting a business. Unfortunately, very small percentage of them actually, take, as you know, take the next leap here. So, so I figured, well, I have some, some content around vetting the idea, some, some material around working with accountants, with lawyers, you know, if you have business partners, you, you, you got to have a shareholder agreement. So every, every different aspect of the business, sales, marketing, um, uh, how to, how, you know, if you work with family members, you know, what to do, what to not to do. Uh, and then, and then if you look at the last maybe couple of months, we've been focused a lot, focusing a lot on sales and we still want to cover more of the delivery HR, you know, back office. So my idea, initial idea was to, to have this curriculum all available for people to, to leverage. A lot of it is evergreen content. It's not specific to 2022 or 2023 or 2024. I'm just old school. Um, tried and tested concepts and principles and a lot of, you know, a lot of my, my personal, uh, you know, stories and examples. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm taking a look at, uh, some of the content that you have, some of your older stuff, some of the more popular ones. And I, I'm seeing the theme of the, the teaching going through and being some of the popular ones. Um, when you come up with your content strategy for your YouTube channel, um, did that evolve over time or did you have something set up since you are coming from the business world to the YouTube world, you're, you're bringing those skills from the business world, not like most YouTubers who start, they don't really have that, uh, expertise, if you will, or that experience did a lot of the, uh, the st creating a startup, uh, what you learned from there 
translate easier into uh, starting a YouTube channel? That's a very good question. So I can tell you, I have a lot of scars from business. <laughs> YouTube scars are different and more painful. <laughs> so I mean, I, so we were in the digital marketing space in a couple of couple in the three of the startups I had before. So I understand digital marketing really well. Uh, you wrote a book on on analytics around digital marketing. Um, we we know this space really well, and we had a, in the in the previous company, we our blog was one of the top blogs in our space. So so I understand content marketing, content generation. I understand all that. YouTube is 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 a very different beast. So so what. I, what I said earlier is that we had this idea of the curriculum, and as we got to know about YouTube and how things work in YouTube, we, we I would say there are three distinct phases to answer your question directly. That first phase where I'm doing what I think I want to share, and then, and then we learn that you know there's search, there's uh, different ways a YouTube video is presented to a user, to a viewer. Um, you have, uh, you know, people, uh, you're competing with a lot of folks already in this space. So how do you niche down on your audience? So we've, I think we've done two significant shifts in our content strategy as, as, to answer your question directly. One is that initially I, was, I had a curriculum in mind and I'm just writing that and then I'm presenting that. And then now it has evolved to, let's look closely at two things. One is what is it that people are searching for? And what else is available around that? So if 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 you have Alex Hermosi and this and that and the other, like they're they're just dominating the the top 10, 15 videos. How do I present the same idea in a different way, from a different angle, different packaging? You know, otherwise I'm it's just not gonna work. And I think that that was like a huge, huge. Although I understand search marketing, I understand SEO, I understand paid search, but YouTube is like, wait a second, it's just different. And then there's a whole thing about about obviously getting you know getting getting people to know that this channel, this this destination for this, which is you know taking us a bit of time. But yeah, that was. It's really a lot of a lot of research, countless hours of of watching YouTube videos on on YouTube and how to how to make it into into the space. I love that. And if you had to give advice, since you're a, a, a YouTuber who went into podcasting that's using YouTube, what advice would you give to other you, uh, other podcasters who aren't utilizing the platform like you are when they first come to uh, start using pod, uh, YouTube for their podcast? Yeah. So so here's, so we have, in a way, we're fortunate that we have the resources we set up, set up set aside a budget, we could get some professionals to help us with editing. Like you notice, you know, you can criticize the delivery, you can criticize, you know, I, I tried a teleprompter, I tried without a teleprompter, obviously with the live streams now and the podcast, it's different, it's more more my personality, I think, you know, showing up. Uh, it's all part of the learning learning process. But one thing that we start from the very beginning is is to have a professional help us with the editing process. So, so in a way, I think it's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because if you have resources, you can obviously hire professionals. But at the same time, you don't end up learning the nuance of of what it takes to make an amazing video that's going to, you know, get traction. So, so my advice would be focus on 
what what is what is this something that's so unique that that you have experience in and you have skills in and 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 presenting that with as low of tech as possible because you can invest a lot of time on lights and mics and cameras and teleprompters and then editors but if the content and obviously the delivery is not where it needs to be then i think you're putting the cart ahead of the horse so if i had to do it again although again I, and i don't i don't consider myself an expert on youtube obviously i have i've been spending over a year almost a year and a half now a lot of time and, and money into it but that would be like learn like learn every aspect of it yourself and then as you figure things out maybe as you want to scale you can get some some professionals to help to help with you not, not that the professionals who came to help us did a bad job it just it's different when you do it yourself and you're learning it yourself than just outsourcing a specific aspect of the business no, I, and I agree with you, uh, Ferris. It's uh, you need to learn at least the bare minimum so you understand what is a good editing. If we're talking about video editing, how to video edit properly, you know, have a basic understanding so that when you do hire someone, you at least know they're competent because you have an under a basic understanding. I think that's some great advice. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I'll give you an example. Another thing for for new YouTubers: thumbnails and and titles. Like, I had no idea. I am now learn. There's actually a new profession called thumbnail design. Like you go on Upwork and you find people who specialize. Only thing they do is thumbnail design. I had no idea. I mean, I worked with an amazing graphic designer the very first set of videos, and what they designed was amazing. Like for a PowerPoint or for maybe like a postcard or for like maybe a website, but it doesn't work on YouTube. So, so obviously. And then titles are important. So, and if you speak, if you listen to a lot of the top YouTubers, they tell you, this is like the most painful part of their job is it's come up, come, you know, coming up with, with titles and then also thumbnails. Um, now, but one, one good thing I think is coming up through YouTube, and they're rolling out this new feature about what's known as A-B testing. Basically, you can upload, I think, two or, or three um, thumbnails and then, and then the algorithm will test which one will do better for you. So that that that'll be something people can can play with and maybe you know improve their uh, click through rates and all that. Yes, I love the fact that the uh, YouTube is bringing uh, the A/B testing uh, to the, the the game because that's going to help so many people. And bringing your point uh, to uh, thumbnails, I was recently listening to a Mr. Beast interview. Who, if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's the single largest creator on YouTube at the current moment, um, doing extraordinary things. Um, he actually talks about how they create their YouTube, uh, their thumbnail, a hundred thumbnails, I think, or 10 to a hundred thumbnails before they even start filming the video that, you know, that they have an idea about what the story is and all that. And it's like, it's insane that he would spend so much time just on that. Yeah, yeah, and again, we we watch if there's a lot of a lot of really great channels with with amazing educational value for YouTubers, whether it's Roberto Blake, whether it's Think Media, whether it's um, uh, Nate Nate Black, a whole lot of them. I I think <laughs> you think you think like when you and I are on YouTube, whether we're browsing, whether we're searching, I mean, we you know the, this thumbnail is is the design there, the text on it. That that's what's just gonna grab our attention, just like on on paid ads on Facebook or or on Google 
right? The ad copy is important. Before people come to your page, they got to be convinced that it has to be a hook, right? So yeah. I think that aspect of, of, of thinking of the title, like think of the flow or the scent as, as it was once called. I don't know if that's the, the thing is from when people see that thumbnail to the title, and then when they click on it and, and come to your video like that, you have to maintain that sense. You have to maintain that flow. If you promise three things not to do in sales, and when, when, when you start the video, you're talking about, well, in my marketing efforts, I'm t like, it, it just doesn't flow. Right. So, so that is, I think, again, it took us, it took us a bit of time to just understand these, these different components, the, the thumbnail design, the title, and then th that first five seconds, and then the first 20 seconds, and then how, you, how do you have engaging or like a hook and, and sort of that those openings where people still want to, you know, follow you and, and, you know, stay watching the video so they can, they can kind of find out what you promised early on. So yeah, that, that took us months <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if we figured out, but, and with our videos, you can see from the channel, like it takes a while for them to get views. And sometimes you, like you go in and, and, and prepare five, six, seven scripts and you record them. And then once you're done, well, yeah, we should have done things differently, you know, because we're learning new things. So, so it's just part of the journey. I love it. Um, did you, have you set up a, a roadmap of things that you want to achieve with your, your podcast, like most companies do with a startup, or did you just, uh, push that aside and just go, we're just going to make content and see where we go. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's it's a combination of both. On one hand, from a business buying perspective, because of my in my background and, and my co-founder, his background, like we 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 know about business, we know about startups, we know about. And then at the end of the day, we're a startup and we're building a, a company. I mean, our goal is to our goal is to be the number one destination for early stage founders. Those who who want to grow the business, not just solopreneurs, they want to grow their business to seven or eight figures in the services and consulting space. So, so our niche is not product companies, not solopreneurs, although a lot of our content, I think would resonate with them, but we we're focusing, again, it took us a while to get there, but our niche is those who are in consulting or professional services and want to grow their businesses. So, so, so with, with that in mind, we, like I said, what is it an early stage founder? Well, someone who hasn't done sales before, but they're an amazing sub subject matter expert in, let's say, HR consulting or in coaching, or uh, they're, they, they are financial advisors and they want to set up a business, like they don't know anything about sales. So our content is, is, ad is addressing the needs of an early stage founder with that in mind, okay, after they sell, they got to deliver. So like our next pillar in terms of content pillars, so sales is one pillar. The next thing will be delivery. And then how do you keep your clients ha happy? How do you deliver efficiently? All of that. And then after that, we want to talk about maybe Q2 of next year. We'll talk about HR and back office potentially as an early stage founder. Once you have some traction with sale, then then you're delivering. Now you want to grow, you want to scale. So you got to hire. So that's, I think that's another thing we learned the second half of this year is, is focus on pillars. So HR would be a pillar, sales would be a pillar, marketing would be a pillar. And then with the search data, 
what people are searching for within this pillar, add, write, deliver content, and then and then spice up this content with your stories, with your research, you know, with your experiences. I love that. And that's some, like that's not only just great advice for YouTubers who are looking to create content, but for business owners as well. Create those uh, those pillars inside your business so that you know what you can work on and find those uh, pain points of your your customers. And of course, people who are, you, uh, are searching for videos on that. Absolutely, right on, yeah. Um, I wanna know if I snap my fingers, we're, we're five years down the road, Ferris. What What is going on with your YouTube channel to start up with Ferris? What's going on with that? What's going on with your podcast? Where do you see yourself in five years? You know, I, I don't plan that far ahead, but I can tell you, our, we, we're in, we're we're finalizing our our twenty twenty four plans for the business. As I'm advising all entrepreneurs to take this time to reflect, assess, and then plan. And actually, we have we have we have a weekly live stream, and we're talking about planning for next year in these live streams last week, this week, and and then a couple weeks from now. But basically. We want to get to 50,000 subscribers, 50,000 subscribers next next year. We want to increase our LinkedIn followers. We want to, um, we also have a daily newsletter. So so at least for, for 2024, we want to grow significantly, both on, on YouTube as our primary channel and then channel in the sense of, of like where we put, you know, where we're calling energy. Exactly. And then our on our website, we have we have a daily newsletter Mondays through Fridays, that we want to grow that that list as well. So those, you know, this is 10, 10 times, right? 10x between now and, and next December. But I believe it's doable because we really haven't done a whole lot of marketing in all of 2023. It's all sort of word of mouth, my personal list, my sorry, my personal LinkedIn profile. I think I have up close to 4,000 followers there or, 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 or connections. So, so we want to spend a lot of time on marketing in, in this year, because I believe we have a good understanding of what of what it takes to make a good video, production wise, script wise, delivery wise. Although on the delivery side, still learning, still still figuring one out. Um, I don't know what happens when you put when when that camera switches on. I don't know what happens, Phil. <laughs> oh, I trust me. After four hundred uh, interviews, I still get nervous. I still feel like I'm an amateur doing it. And I have no, uh, no, no, zero right to be in front of a camera talking to amazing people like yourself, and I get the jittery and stuff. So I fully understand when the camera turns off. <laughs> but yeah, but we have we have some aggressive goals, and I, th I think, I mean, you can obviously grow quickly with some paid media. We're we're we want to go on forward. I mean, we we want to crack the nut organically in a way, uh, with maybe potentially some very targeted paid. Um, paid ads for certain specific things. Maybe we want to productize. We don't, we're, as of now, we don't have any, we're not offering any services, any consulting on the website or on the YouTube channel. Uh, it's all actually available, no charge. I offer actually a 30 minute uh, free co consultation uh, session to anyone who just goes on the website and, and, and submit a form. Again, I, on a first come first uh, serve basis, I have a couple slots every week. So, but but obviously we want to. We're in this to make money, and we love helping others. Um, that's really important to me. I enjoy it. I love it. I I 
I just get a lot of positive energy from just chatting with younger folks who, who are not sure what to do or older folks who maybe want to pivot. They're now they finished their first career. Now they, they still have a 10, 20 years in them and they want to do something different. So I love doing that. So we'll, we'll be productizing some of these, either like a course or, or some, some maybe high touch consulting. Uh, so those will be some of the goals for 2024. I love that. And I think that's a great, great goal. You started with just creating the base, the foundation, uh, the last year with just learning as much as you can by putting out the content and now you're refining it and you're still giving it away for free. Like. Gary V says, jab, 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 and then going for the punch. And you're giving away everything for free. And when the people see that it works, they're going to obviously come to you and get more advice from you and want to hire you. So I think this is a, a, a premium way for you to uh, assert your dominance and your authority in the market. No, thank you. Well, we'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I look forward to having you back uh, next December when you, when that comes, when that happens. Uh, before that though, I do have uh, a question for you. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to someone who is just starting their YouTube or their podcast, what is that one piece of advice that you would like to pass on from your year of learning, uh, an intense learning uh, curve. One piece of advice. All right, I would. I mean, I'm I'm the sort of work hard, work hard, play hard is my motto. So, so that's. Uh, but I know that's um, very, very general. I I would say, really, plan. You know, the five P's: prior planning prevents poor performance. So so. So, so yeah, prior planning prevents poor performance, five Ps. So, so plan, I mean, plan, like what is, like what's different, what's unique about your experience and what you want to offer. And, and part of that planning is like, who is most likely to benefit from this, which is the concept of niching down and, and, you know, like that micro segment of the population that, and I think that, that, that's, that's a little bit hard, I think, to, to think through and. And, but I would say planning, again, is really important. A lot of us, and I'm, I'm a big believer of, actually, this is on my, my next live stream, this line is, is, is iterate on the go, iterate fast, jump, jump in head first, all of that. I'm a big believer of that. But you got to do some planning. And I think uh, really, you really understand the space really well, see who's out there and who is likely to, to connect with, with your content and what's so unique about what you have. So that's all under planning. So a bit of maybe three, three subtopics around there. I love it. I love it. And I love the, uh, the five P's, uh, because, or it was five P's, correct? Correct. Yes. 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 Yeah. The five P's. I think that's... There's another version, not very polite. They, they added in there. <laughs> we'll, keep it... we'll, we'll keep it PG for this, uh, this episode. And we can talk about the not PG one later. Um, Ferris. I can't thank you enough for being here today. I had a, a, a fantastic time chatting with you. I want to let, uh, let you have the last little bit here to tell my audience how they can connect with you, how they can follow you, support you, uh, and even check out your channel. Uh, so the floor, uh, once again, is yours. Let my audience know how they can connect with you. Thank you so much, Phil. Yeah, sure. You can go on YouTube slash at Startup with Ferris. Ferris spelled F-E-R-A-S. 
love to get your subscription. And if you like the content there, and we have weekly live streams every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, we, we cover a business topic and then we answer questions that come to us throughout the week. Um, and then we also have the startup with Ferris. Again, Ferris spelled F-E-R-A-S.com. You can subscribe to our newsletter, The Daily Advisor, Monday through Fridays. And feel free to connect on, on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and also on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, I would love, uh, you know, if, 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 you, if you're a founder, new business owner, struggling with not sure what to do, not sure what to do for in 2024, reach out. Like I said, this, we'll continue to offer this. No, we'll always have a, a free service. This, this, so many people feel helped me along the way. And I mean, I can't thank these people enough. And my way of thanking these people who helped me is to do the same. So that's why I dedicate a couple of slots every week. And we don't pitch, we don't sell. It's just really me listening to the entrepreneurs and, and pointing them in the right direction and learning from them. I end up learning a lot from, from these founders and from these business owners. So yeah, I'd love, um, love to connect with someone who has a question or is struggling. I love it, Ferris. I can't thank you. Uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Um, I had a great time chatting with you. I'm glad that we've connected because I'm sure I'm going to definitely be taking you up on that free uh, 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 chance to chat with you about my business and moving my business forward. So I thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story. Thank you so much, Phil. I appreciate you and your listeners and we'll connect uh, in 2024, I hope for sure to my audience down below again i want to thank you for listening uh and being a part of us uh being a part of the show remember to check out all the links to ferris and the startup with ferris in the show notes and remember to always invest in yourself yeah.